I'm Palomi, and this is a very special short of my podcast, Ironhides, just for International Podcast Month. We open up on a blue, blue azure sky, mountains far off in the distance, close to the horizon. And as the wind kind of passes over the plains, it it looks like an ocean more than it does solid ground. This is where we see two riders riding through the grass. They don't seem to be traveling in a specific direction. They're just traveling. The first one kind of riding ahead, his dark curly hair under a hat. Tess, do you want to introduce Clementine? So Clementine wears a black cowboy hat. She has very bushy, dark curly hair. Uh, She is extremely stylish. Think mixing Janelle Monet in suits and vests with a young Lando Calrissian half cape. She is wearing a bright purple and green floral cravat, and her, her cape is a um, dark emerald green to to kind of match, and she's wearing, you know, a, a black vest, white button-up shirt, black suit pants, and a uh, some sweet, sweet boots. Riding next to Clementine is a willowy figure. Curtis, do you want to describe Jim for us? A, a fairly slim figure. He, he doesn't quite exactly fill out his clothes all that well, and he's wearing an, uh, just a tan khaki overcoat that stops at about his waist, and it is tied up with the built-in belt. But underneath, you can see he's wearing like a black vest and then a white shirt. And uh, he he's fairly clean cut, kind of a fairly normal looking guy, kind of fa- fairly mediocre, I would say. I think that on first glance, if you saw Jim at a party, you would know that he didn't get there of his own charisma and he probably knows somebody pretty well. As uh, Jim and Clementine are riding, the the wind is blowing gently. Uh, both of your cheeks, I imagine, are very rosy. It's, it's very cold right now, even though the sun is high in the sky. And you're uh, starting to get to the point of the day where, you know, a break just sounds like a really good idea right now. You crest this low-hanging molehill, if anything, and uh, there there is a little bit of a creek on the other side of it, curving towards the north and uh, a nice little shaded spot with trees. I look at Jim and say, hey, uh, I've I've got a pack of cards if you want to just relax for a bit and play a game. Jim has his hands in the pockets of his overcoat and his elbows are sort of splayed out to the sides and he's glancing around nervously um, and starts to reach up towards this rifle that sits fairly high up on his back. Uh, It's like the strap is too small, and so it it points up in the air like an antenna. And he says, I'm not sure about this, Clementine. I have sort of a strange feeling about this creek. It just seems kind of... just seems kind of odd. Seems real pretty to me. All right, I trust you. If you don't sense any danger, sure. We'll play a game of cards. Jim's a little bit... um, 
like a little bit paranoid, just a little bit suspicious of of nearly everything. Clementine just kind of chuckles to herself. As Clementine and Jim sit down by the creek to play their game of cards, I want both of you to roll me a uh, read a bad situation. Even though you're taking some time to rest and relax and take care of yourselves, you're you're still very alert. You're still uh, keeping your wits about you and trying not to uh, get too comfortable. This is open territory and... I think you know, both of you, that anything could happen. I think it's around about the time that Jim is actually starting to get the hang of this game that both of you, I think Clementine feels it first, and I think Jim hears it a few seconds later. There's this low rumbling that seems to be coming from the general direction that both of you decided uh, it would be a good time to take a pause. So Jim with one hand is going to like close his hand of cards, stack them up and tap them on the like, I don't know if we're playing on probably not playing on a table, but tap them on his leg um, to 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 get them all sorted and ready to go back in the deck and immediately hand them back over to Clementine, quitting the game and reaching for his rifle. (laughs) Clementine makes sure to like sweep them up, you know, delicately but quickly into her her card box and uh, slides it into her pocket. And as she does, she pulls out the cutest and tiniest little handgun. It's got a pearl inlaid handle and gold and it's absolutely, what's the word I'm looking for? Excessive. It's excessive. It's it's too pretty for a gun. It's a a good juxtaposition to Jim's fairly entry level, very basic hunting rifle with a scope that sits very high up on his back. And he's now taking it off and is holding it under his arm. Both your horses are kind of pawing at the ground. I imagine you sort of lashed them to a low hanging branch or around a tree, but they are antsy to get out of here. Jim would uh maybe investigate this here a little bit further yeah i'm not sure it might be something that's uh kind of in our duties as dogs but at the same time i don't exactly want to put us in danger i told you i had suspicions about this creek yeah the, i mean the creek is fine though it's not the creek it's the ground underneath the tree my friend all right let's see what it is i'm just gonna like slowly walk uh in a circle around the tree so like i'm going out further as i loop around the tree uh and i'm kind of kicking the ground with my heels as i do so jim is probably going the other way around the tree kind of flanking behind with his gun drawn and like pointed uh <clears throat> probably like ducking behind trees and stepping very methodically as he goes. So I think uh, the big tree that um, Clementine is walking around, I'm seeing it as this ancient oak tree that's sort of bent over the creek. And as both of you are sort of making your rounds, quite literally, you kind of have to hike partway up the molehill. And when you do that, both of you see at the same time, further out into the plains, you see these spindly legged herd of deer When you kind of sweep your eyes from west to east, you see this uh, very light cloud of dust. You see something burrowing underneath the earth, and it seems to be going for that herd of deer that you saw. Well, Clementine, do you see that? What? Yep, let's go. Uh, uh, I hate worms. It better not be worms under there. As you guys are kind of riding alongside this thing, whatever was burrowing decides to eject itself bodily from the ground and leap into the air. And 
before uh, rocks and sand and dirt and grass fall into both your faces, you catch a glimpse of it. And it, it's it's a long, very pale looking grub of a thing that is twice as large of, of either of your horses put together. <laughs> And in that split second, I think the world sort of slows down. We get this great slow motion shot of it jumping into the air before it hits the ground with just the ugliest splat you've ever heard and then starts to burrow underneath one more time. Horse loses his footing. Oh no. And kind of stumbles. Horse is a young spry horse and manages to ride himself a little bit more. But I don't think you manage to stay on him when that happens. I curse. I sure do curse under my breath. I think that as, as this happens, as the the grub jumps out of the sand, Jim has just silently has this horrified look on his face. He, he, you know, his jaw open and sort of making this frown as he reaches for his rifle once again, taking it down off of his back. Clementine falls off of the horse and Jim turns around and looks and says, Clem! And I think continues to ride following the grub. So were there, but there were two of them. Did one break off when I fell? Yes, I think they did. And I think uh, as you kind of get your bearings, Clem, and you look at the trail that was left by the grub that jumped out of the ground and knocked you off of your horse, you see the second trail that you spotted sort of veering around this spot that you've fallen and then rejoining the, the first grub ahead of you. I think at this point, so Jim is riding and he's just going to fire into the sand, like into the dirt at the trail, trying to hit this thing while it's underground because he does not want to see it again. Clementine gets back on her horse. She she starts to catch up and sees Jim focusing and shooting at the thing and and trying to do some good um, and is maybe a little proud, maybe a little has some feelings about this. So I, I like the idea of kind of taking this from Clem's perspective. Um, up ahead, you kind of see Jim, gun in hand, taking aim. Uh, he's he's holding onto his horse with just his legs at this point, which is a pretty impressive move for anyone to do. Yeah. And he's taking aim and fires. And around the time that he fires, uh, there's there's a split second of just sheer silence. And then the most awful screech rings across the plains it just it fills your head and i think this is how you take minus one damage for jim and i think the shot that's embedded in the the first worm that makes them take two harm as this happens i i think that jim kind of staggers a little bit on the horse like uh slumps down a little bit and wants to cover his ears but of course can't because he's riding with a rifle um, and, and just cringes and winces um, and veers off a little bit away from the worm. So I think what happens is as I see this and catch up, I'm going to pat horse again and I'm going to stay, say, uh, stay close horse. And I'm going to vault off of horse and go knuckles first into, <laughs> <laughs> into one of these grubs. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Jim kind of veers off from the first one, and I think they're still going at full speed, but the the thing about the the burrowing trail for the first one, it, there's, there's a streak of sort of this almost black ichor that seems to be seeping through the soil as as it continues to burrow and so clem you're you're vaulting off of horse and jumping onto the non-streaked burrow um, and hoping for the best. 
as I like double knuckle into it, um, I am going to do the extra effect of forcing them where I want them and I am stopping it. And I think the impact of the gravel uh, kind of like tears up uh, the heel of your hand and maybe a knee. So you manage to um, to land and it it the the way these things are burrowing, it's more of a stream of just gravel and dirt and grass that seems to be passing over them. They're 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 crawling so close to the surface that it doesn't take a whole lot for your punches to break through whatever topsoil layer is on top of them and kind of start beating at the thing underneath. And uh, as you do, there's there's another sort of terrible screech, but I think you were sort of expecting it, so you managed to steel yourself against it. And uh, you're uh, starting to draw out some more of that black ichor as you punch this thing, hopefully to death, question mark? Is that the plan here? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, I just want to punch it in its non-existent face until it's just is done jim veers off and sort of starts to go perpendicular to the like the trail of the worm and is riding away looking over his shoulder and sees clementine just jump headfirst at this worm and start to stop it and i think jim's gonna like whistle and point and uh just slide off of his horse and and sort of shoo james away into the distance and then immediately turn around and post up aim through his scope and try and fire at the worm i think you you light up the shot and you take it with ease, I think, and it, it hits. Clem, from your perspective, as you're punching this thing, you see it go in and out the other side of the thing uh, in, in almost a split second. And, you know, black ichor sprays under your pant leg. <laughs> the thing underneath you, Clem, uh, you notice that it's a lot easier to stay on it when uh, it's done writhing. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right heckin yeah but my pants are dirty <laughs> they're very dirty and very scraped up and there's another worm <laughs> as you look ahead you see the uh the dust cloud um instead of receding towards the horizon it is coming towards both of you very quickly uh-oh You can catch Iron Hides on the One Shot Podcast Network starting later this fall. In the meantime, follow us at Iron Hides Pod on Twitter for the latest news and updates. Thanks for listening.